the difference that I have with the systems, the software that we're using is you can go with one part-time guy and find thousands of distressed properties every single week. If you're a passive investor wanting to learn more about questions to ask sponsors in order to qualify the opportunities, in order to qualify the sponsor, in order to qualify the market that the property is in, then go to besteverpassiveinvestor.com. My team and I created this site just for you so that there is a free resource available to you to learn about the questions to ask, the things to think through prior to investing in deals. So go to besteverpassiveinvestor.com. It's a free resource for you that was made just for you. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, best ever listeners, and welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Theo Hicks. I'll be the host today. And today we are speaking with Zach Booth. Zach. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Super awesome to be here. Yep. I'm excited to have you and I'm looking forward to learning a little bit more about you. So Zach left his window cleaning business in 2017 to become a real estate investor. He's on track to do over $1 million in 2019. And he also teaches others how to find properties for 50 cents on the dollar. So you better believe we're going to talk about how to do that. Zach is based in Salt Lake City, Utah, and you can say hi to him at DFD, that's dogfrankdogmastery.com. So Zach, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah. So like you said, I was a window cleaner. It's actually kind of surreal to be on this podcast because as a window cleaner, I would listen to this podcast all the time. So it's pretty weird how life happens and it takes you in certain directions. But like you said, I was on that window cleaning business and I ran that for almost 10 years. And towards the end of it, that was 2016. I was just burnt out in the industry. Not something I aspired to do anymore, even though I had had a ton of success there. I had YouTube videos with over a million views. One of my YouTube videos got used on a history channel. So I ended up on the history channel because of window cleaning and had a great business that I'd worked so many years on, but I wanted to be in real estate and I had dabbled in it and done a couple deals, some amazing, some I lost money, but I needed a change of pace. And so I hired a coach. It was actually the second coach I had hired, but I really got traction with this coach back in 2017, the very beginning of it. So the coach is Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffine, and, and they taught me about something known as wholesaling. I believe some of your people are familiar with the process. I've heard it on your podcast a few times. So for those that don't know what it is, essentially you're finding properties at a discount, people that want to sell for speed and convenience. You put those properties under contract and those contracts are assignable, meaning I can sell that purchase agreement to a flipper or to another investor and they close on that contract and pay you a fee to sign the contract to them. So I started learning that strategy and I actually sold my business. At the time, I actually just told my partner, I quit, you can buy me out, but I'm done. I have to move on. And that was March of 2017. I had just purchased their course, went as hard as I could and did my very first wholesale assignment fee in April of 2017. I made $10,000 on that first deal. So that was a mind-blowing proof of concept, right? 
from there, I worked really hard that year and did a little over a hundred thousand by the end of 2017. And by the end of 2017, I knew I needed to do something different as far as marketing. I, I wanted to have a business that profit margins on a hundred thousand dollars. I wasn't netting. I wasn't bringing in a hundred thousand, not even half that. So I was making much less than the window cleaning and I didn't quite know where to take it or how to grow it. And I read a book called Multifamily Millions. Not sure if you're familiar with that book, Theo. Have you seen that book before? It sounds familiar, but I've not read it myself. It's a great one. And he said something in there that really caught my attention. So he's talking about doing large syndications, a lot of what Joe talks about and something that I aspire to do. And he said that you are not in the business of real estate. Your business is not real estate. You're in the business of marketing and your product is real estate. And it really got me thinking how important my marketing was and how I really needed to change things up a little bit. So I started doing what's called driving for dollars. It was a marketing strategy that I thought that I could make some big improvements and really scale a business around it. It was just a test. I wasn't 100% sure if it would work. And so what driving for dollars is, if you don't know what it is, is you drive around neighborhoods looking for houses that have any physical signs of neglect. Because the goal is to find someone that wants speed and convenience for their house. You want to be a pawn shop for people that want to just get rid of that house. So I was trying to find physical signs of neglect. I was driving around neighborhoods, writing down addresses, looking it up on county records and, and reaching out to those people through a phone call or a piece of mail. And I started getting results. And I quickly learned that writing down the addresses, there's a much better way. There's apps out there that you can add properties quickly to an Excel spreadsheet with the data. And there's data searching ability with third-party companies and really started to learn the system. And towards the end of 2018, we did about $450,000 or so in sales. And that's mainly assigning contracts. We did flip a few houses, but it was just turning over our inventory quickly. And I, I was so excited about it. I was pulling a profit margin and my life was changed. I was making a certain amount of money at that point. My profit margins were much higher than my window cleaning business at that point. And I was able to go on vacations and have freedom that I had never had before. And it was pretty life-changing. And you might be thinking like, how does this have anything to do with you listening? Why would you even care about this story? I mean, that's where everything changes. This is where I started focusing more on others and focusing on bringing more value to people and the reason that I'm actually on the podcast today. So that was an awesome year for me. And towards the end of it, I had a goal and something that was silly from the time I was a little boy. My family, I grew up working hard and I had a lawn mowing business. And I remember asking my dad, uh, mowing lawns at this giant house. And I remember asking my dad how much money they made and if they were a millionaire. <laughs> and uh, he said, yeah, I'm sure they're millionaires and they probably make three, $400,000 a year. And I remember thinking to myself, one day I'll make a million dollars in a year. And it's kind of stuck with me ever since. And so I had this inner ambition to do a million dollars in a year. And I didn't know how I could get my investment business bigger. I felt like I had tapped out my marketing channel and I wanted to get it to that next level. So I was kind of racking my brain. And when you focus on something, when you truly write down a goal and focus on it, how opportunities come. I had a friend reach out to me that I met through real estate meetup and 
he invited me to join him and be an accountability partner on a self-help journal called Living Your Best Year Ever by Darren Hardy. So I did that. And one of my big goals was to generate a million dollars in revenue in 2019. And we're October now, 2019, and, and we're on track to hit that. But in there, when you create that goal, it talks about the importance to give away whatever you're trying to receive. And I definitely did not have a million dollars in my pocket to give away. And I wasn't even sure how that was even possible to give away a million dollars before I had a million dollars. So I really started racking my brain. And in November of 2017, I came to the conclusion that I needed to bring on some students, just a handful, teach them my marketing channel and help them put a million dollars into their businesses by implementing my marketing system that I was using. And that's where everything changed because so many of these guys that I brought in, I made sure I brought in some very experienced investors, some very new investors, and I wanted it all across the country because I wanted to make sure this worked everywhere, what apps, what systems didn't work and did work. And I've spent just about 12 months perfecting the system with my beta testing students, my guinea pigs that believed in me and trusted in me enough to do this. And with their intelligence and their intelligent questions, we were able to perfect a marketing system that changed my business. And that's essentially what I'm doing now is I've been able to build a team around this marketing system that's servicing all of my contracts. I haven't signed a contract myself in a little over 12 months now. All of it's done by my team and it's allowed me to focus 100% on helping other people build out a marketing channel that they can build a business around. So that's really what I'm focused on. That's really what I'm working towards. And it's been so rewarding to see the success of my students. And it's been awesome to hit my goal and to be working towards my own goals. But it was really surprising to me how much more fulfilling it is to bless someone else's life than really to focus on my own. So it's been an incredible journey to this point. Thanks for sharing that. So do you mind just kind of going over that marketing system as you were just mentioning? I'm assuming it's for wholesaling. So marketing to find deals. You said that you teach others how to find properties for 50 cents in the dollars. Maybe to walk us through what your process is to find a lot of these properties. I have a large amount of deal flow coming in of properties that you're able to put under contract at 50 cents on the dollar. Great question. This is for finding single family homes and small multifamily is what this works for. It's probably not the best strategy for finding large syndications or large apartment complexes, but it's a great strategy for smaller investments. And it doesn't matter if you're wanting to flip the houses or if you're wanting to wholesale them or assign the purchase agreements, or if you're wanting to pick up rentals, small single family or small multifamily, you're trying to pick up rentals. This marketing strategy is for that purpose how you make money off these leads. That's not something that I'm as focused on. So driving for dollars is not new. It's one of the most proven, most used over the course of real estate investing. It's everywhere on YouTube. You can look it up. Driving for dollars is everywhere. The biggest difference is the scale and the system that we've been able to put together. So traditionally to go out and find 50 houses in a week that are distressed that you go then market to, that's quite a bit. And in the past, you'd have to pay quite a bit of money or a large percentage of the profits to your, what they would call bird dog or to the person that would go out and find these properties. The difference that I have with the systems, the software that we're using is you can go with one part-time guy and find thousands of distressed properties every single week. So our marketing, we have a goal of over 2,000 properties that we add that have physical signs of distress 
to our marketing list every single week. And we do that, like I said, with one 30-hour part-time driver. And so the ability to scale it at a profitable rate is the biggest difference in what we're doing. And then our course talks about that, the importance of hiring the right person, managing that person. That's a huge part of the course, but also obviously the setup of how to use this, the apps and the software systems. The app is a public app. You can buy it. It's called Deal Machine. And I actually have a discount that I'll make available to the best ever listeners out there. So if you want to try out that app, it's called Deal Machine and the discount code is PIN, P-I-N. You'll get some extra credits and so forth with that discount, but we're using that. And then also the systems and part of the apps that we use are marketing as far as how often we reach out to those people, how we reach out to those people. We use a combination of mail and cold calling. And in the course, I break out exactly the, the time frame and everything that's there. So you said you add 2,000 properties every single week with one 30-hour-a-week part-time driver. Exactly. That's a little bit over 60 properties an hour, so yes. over one property a minute. So how are they doing that while they're driving around in their car? <laughs> Isn't that incredible? So the data as far as pins per hour is what we call it, or houses that get added per hour. Yes, it is a lot. It's 60 per hour. We've seen anywhere between 20 to 80 properties per man hour that can be added through this system. And the differences are, we'll adjust how many you add, is your criteria is a big one, but also the market that you live in. So the beauty of Utah is we have a very gridded out system. The way the city has been developed and the neighborhoods have been developed, it is a very nice organized grid system. So it's very easy to go up one street, down the next, up the next, and down the next. So we're able to find properties much faster. So one of my students, let me give you an example, Michael, South Carolina, his streets aren't as organized as lots of hills, and he's only pinning about 20 per hour because of that. And the houses are a little more spread out. It's okay, a that county sense. that's not as populated. You know, the houses are a little bit more rural. There's two, three acre lots and things like that. But the cool thing is it doesn't matter the size of the market, a larger market, you're going to have more deals, but more competition, more investors. And then a smaller market, you have less investors and, and but less deals, but it, but it still makes sense. This marketing is mm-hmm. working in every market. All right, Zach, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? If you want to be an investor, focus on your marketing. I think that people don't realize it, but you need to be a marketer if you want to, to do really well in this business. Yep. And you say the advice you got from that book was that multifamily yes. millionaire is that you're not in the real estate business. You're in the marketing business and real estate is your product. So it makes sense. So that is your best ever advice. All right, Zach, ready for the best ever lightning round? I am ready. Perfect. First, a quick word from our sponsor. If you're a passive investor and want to learn more about Ashcroft Capital, the company I co-founded with my business partner, Frank, and in particular, want to learn more about our strategy, and how we think about the opportunities that we purchase, go to ashcroftcapital.com and click the strategy button above and you'll be able to read through our thought process we use when we're purchasing multifamily properties. Are you serious about taking the first step in the gateway to financial freedom? Then join Jake and Gino on a four-week course that will teach you how to become a multifamily real estate investor. Go to jakeandgino.com. That's J-A- K-E-A-N-D-G-I-N-O.com. All right, Zach, what is the best ever book you've recently read? Ooh, recently. 30days.com. It's been incredible. If your business were to collapse today, what would you do next? Real estate. (laughs) 
I'd get right back into it. It's never going anywhere. What deal did you lose the most money on and how much did you lose? My very first flip. It's been about six years now. I can't remember the exact numbers, but I remember it was just shy of $20,000 is what I overall lost. This is unique to you. What is the highest window you ever cleaned? The highest window? Man, I avoided high risers, probably three stories. I didn't do anything too crazy. Those high ride cleaners, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be too no, afraid. Man, I, I never did the Bosun chair or whatever they called it. I never did any of the mm-hmm. high rise stuff. That's scary. No. And then lastly, what is the best ever place to reach you? You can reach me through the online link, dfdmastery.com. There's also a link for a live and replay webinar where I talk about marketing and more about the course. So if you're interested in that, you can go there. If you want to just reach out to me personally, I'm pretty active on Facebook, Zach, Z-A-C-K. And then my last name's Booth, B-O-O-T-H-E. So you can shoot me a private message that way too. Yep, thank you for sharing that. And Zach, thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story with us. To summarize, you went from window cleaner to wholesaler to coach, and you kind of walked through how that process evolved pretty quickly from 2016 to today, going from cleaning windows and running a window cleaning business to achieving your childhood goal of generating a million dollars in sales this year. So congratulations on that. Not many people can do that for the first few years. So that's great to hear. And then we also talked about your marketing system for finding single family residences or small multifamilies for 50 cents on the dollar and your strategy is driving four dollars and in combination with various technologies and hiring the right part-time person you'll be able to find 20 to 80 properties per man hour and you mentioned that in addition to obviously finding the right person and using the correct technology is making sure you've got your criteria set And then the amount of properties you can find is going to be based off of the setup of the market. So if it's a very easily drivable market with a high concentration of houses, pretty easy to drive streets, you can find a lot more than if houses are are spread out. And you can obviously drive a lot longer in between homes. And then your best ever advice, which you obviously live by, is to focus on your marketing. And again, that great quote from Multifamily Millions is that you're not in the business of real estate. You're in the business of marketing and your product is real estate. Thanks again, Zach, for coming on the show and sharing your advice with us. Best of your listeners, thank you for listening. Have a best ever day and we will talk to you tomorrow.